It's Tempo Waffle Time! Welcome to Teffel Waffle, where we waffle about Teffel. All right. So, Steve, I want to tell you about uh, the, the these projects that I've done with a class of the last two weeks. All right. The students had to uh, design a, a package holiday, and it was group work. So they're in groups of three, and luckily my class almost perfectly designed divides into groups of three, my classes. And the way it's structured, the presentation part of it is structured is, there's an introduction first, which is just, uh, what, uh, what's your holiday? What's the destination? What type of holiday is it? Like, is it a cultural holiday or a family holiday, whatever? Can I stop you? Do you, do you tell them right off the bat that there's a project ahead that they have to, or do you lead in with this, what is a holiday, how do holidays um, work? We did all that. So okay. over the, the preceding weeks, we did uh, activities, uh, and we did activities, we did types of package holidays, uh, and of course, match them up. You know, ride a roller coaster is your adventure holiday, and go to Disneyland is a family holiday. Yeah, yeah. Um, we did future tenses to talk about what what you're going to do, and so a car will be waiting for you when you arrive at the at the airport, and you know, for future continuous for something that's already begun, mm. and okay. going to for yeah, future yeah. plans. Okay, okay. yeah. Right, so we we done all of that, all the vocab and everything. I did a demo presentation for them, and then I showed them a piece of paper that I based it on, which was basic details about the holiday, where uh, where it is, type of holiday. Yet what, uh, like a brochure? Uh, not a brochure, not yet. Okay. Uh, it's just a, an outline, a really simple itinerary. Okay. And I presented mine, and the itinerary is broken up into three days. And on each day, you've got to say um, what the accommodation is for the day, what the transportation is for the day, uh, what the food is, the three meals for the day, uh, and what are the, I think it was three morning activities, oh no, two morning activities and two afternoon activities. And the way the presentation works is they introduce it as a group of three. Together they introduce it, and then person one in the group presents day one and person two presents day two and person three presents day three but they decide who's going to present which day okay the students say to me well a particular student <clears throat> in cohorts with another student say to me are we being marked as a, as a group for this and the way i've designed it i said no i'm going to mark you for your presentation of your day and he said, um, <clears throat> this guy in my group doesn't do anything. You've heard this story a million yeah, times. Yeah. Uh, this guy in my group doesn't do anything. And I said, don't worry about it. Uh, if he doesn't put anything in for the content of his day, leave it blank. Mm. It will not affect your score. And that mollified him. And he talked to me about another class that he's got where... There's a group, a group presentation score. and mm. it's a group score and mm. someone in his group doesn't... No, there's, uh, there's five people in the group and 
two of them do the work and three of them aren't doing anything and they're ridiculously behind because only two of them are doing the work and three of them are okay that's fine they present i score them individually then uh the following week i, I know this is out of order they have to make the brochure they're supposed to make the brochure and then the presentation but because of time constraints i had to collect the speaking scores before then doing the, the written part uh they're designing a brochure, and I say, because we've had to do this out of order, you can choose your own, you can make your own new groups for the brochure, and you don't have to have the same content. You can change anything you like. And the brochure is designed as a, like, you know, the, the three, Yeah. you fold it in three, and the inside is the three days, and <clears throat> the outside is the front cover, the back cover, and the, the inside part, and each there's three people in the group. Each person has to design one section of it. And this time, again, he, the guy comes to me and says, I don't want that guy in my group. And I said, you're choosing your own groups. Your groups are up to you. And so what they do is there's uh, someone who's absent and he's, he's in quarantine. And so they contact that guy and say, join our group. And... The guy says yes and joins their group. Uh, and they're designing it in Google Docs. They've all got a, a tablet that they're using, and that's that's fine. Uh, and then, guess who comes to me? The guy who's been asked to... I don't have a group. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so there's a couple of... There's actually quite a lot of stuff there. Um, lot, yeah. Can we start with project-based learning? Yep. Um, so we do project-based learning as one of these hours of our day in in our school so they they study english and they study steam and they do all their english stuff and then they have this hour which the teacher needs to do um a project Mm -hmm. based around something that's going on in one of the books um and it sounds good but it's a lot of work for the teacher doing these things is is hard in class, you're kind of free because you, the, the students are doing all the, all the work. work and you're just roving. Yeah, in. but there's quite a lot of background work that needs to be put in. So you've got to get stimuli, stimuli, st- stimulus packages to, to engage the students' interest in this project. Yeah, and you've got to give them examples of it. And yeah, and you might, you might have to organize reading material for them to look at before they start with their... Um, uh, and so there's a lot of background work that the teacher needs to do. And then there's the question of what exactly are the students learning? Yeah. Um, so project-based learning is kind of like a black box approach to language learning where you're giving students something to do, which is supposed to be creative and engaging and interesting. And through that, the magic of language learning happens. And my experience is that it works, but I don't know how or why and yeah. what exactly is going on. And how do I test the students yeah, at the end of that yeah. anyway? And like, are they are they learning from interacting with the reading material? Are they learning from interacting with one another, which is very often not in English anyway? Yeah. Um, or are they learning from the presentation they give at the end? Or is the, you know, um, and maybe it's a mix of all. Don't know. And I think that for some teachers, the mystery of... of makes it scary. Makes it scary, yes. And you're not sure what's going on. You have no control. That it, it's very trust. It's a very trusting approach to language learning. And then there's the problems, which is what you're talking about here. So some of the problems are the groupings don't work. Yeah. My, my take on that is that in real life, you get put into work groups 
and there there almost always is somebody who's not engaged. Um, <coughs> Jack is your co-teacher for that class, but he didn't cover the material. He just played a game, or he hasn't got scores for for his thing, and then you've got to kind of make it up. Or and in in the business world, you're in work groups as well, and yeah. it, so maybe it's like a preparation for the reality of how life works. <laughs> I mean, I don't know, you know. Oh, you think it's not fair? You're right. You're right. Life's okay. not fair. <laughs> Um, and then, okay, so you've got them in groups of three, but these four want to work together because yeah. they're all buddies with, and, and you think, okay, well, if it's going to make the group work, go for it. But then there's one group of two, and there's always that one student who, for some reason, either doesn't want to work with anybody else, or nobody else wants them to work with them. What did you do with your, your loner student? I, I said, uh, well, you've got to design two panels, one of the inside panels, one of the outside panels. I don't mind if your brochure only has two panels on it and inside and outside. Just work, just you, work you alone. Can, you can do it alone. And which, in theory, works fine. But in practice, he didn't... Look, it's not due until next week when he, they have to hand them in. And I'm experienced enough working with teenagers to understand that some of my students would rather sneakily play Minecraft on their tablet for the two hours of class time and then do six uh, hours at home. <laughs> six hours at home. I know. Cramming it. Yeah. And and they they do it. And look, they're not children. I, I treat. I give them as much personal, not responsibility, but onus. I yeah. guess. As the, I can. the problem though is, if the learning, this mystery learning that's taking place, if the learning is taking place through the interaction, then he's not getting it. Then he's not getting it. And playing Minecraft undermines or defeats the purpose of having the project in class in the first place. Um, th- um, mm, does it? Because if well, he does six hours at home instead of two hours at school. Yeah, but but uh, yes, and it does work. But the, the problem then is the assumption is the learning is taking place through the doing of the project. And then the group work is unnecessary. Yeah. It's, it's superfluous. So I suppose if you believe that the learning is taking place through the interaction and cooperation and collaboration and all that kind of stuff of the students in the group then it's a problem. If you believe that the learning is taking place simply by doing the thing, whether it's in your group or alone or at home or in class, or then it probably doesn't matter. Um, and because we don't know, well, I don't know. I don't know how the learning is happening. I suppose it's not worth getting upset about it. Um, okay, so you're going to play Minecraft in, at home and here, and then why don't you do it the other way around? I mean, I, yeah, I, I, mean uh, I, I literally went to two of my students <laughs> who, who were doing that, they literally were playing Minecraft. And I'm not the kind of teacher who, who loses their shit because yeah. a student's doing something wrong. And they're 15. So I, I just said to them straight up, uh, wouldn't you rather... And they're like, huh? And then I explained it to them, like because they weren't really paying attention. They were paying attention to Minecraft. Yeah. Uh, which, coincidentally, they're playing Minecraft... They've got a chat open with some guys who are online and with each other, and they're not speaking, but they are chatting in English in Minecraft. Right. It's weird. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, I got them to pay attention for a second and went, you know, I don't like to give homework. I, it's just, it's not my practice. As a teacher, I don't like homework. As a student, I don't like homework. I, and I explained to them, you know, it's... I know you guys get lots of homework from your other classes, especially at this time of the year where it's getting towards exam time. It's the mid-year break coming up this month. 
you know, wouldn't you rather just do it now do and it then now, have the time? And then you can either play you either play Minecraft at home or you won't have this on top of all your other homework. And they just they laughed and went, yeah, fair enough. And then went back to playing Minecraft. That, that thing, I mean, I don't want to devolve this into a discussion of, of <clears throat> online games, but I've got some students that I teach one-on-one online. Yeah. And there are times where I'm teaching them. that Some of them don't have their cameras on, so I don't know what they're doing. But I can hear the tapping of the keyboard, and there's nothing, there's nothing happening yeah. Yeah, in, in whatever shared screen we've got going. There's nothing. And then I say to them, oh, what are you working on? Because I can hear you typing. And they go, oh, no, nothing. And then the typing stops for... 30 seconds and then starts up so they're playing a game of some yeah. sort in the one-to-one lesson while i'm <laughs> like it's like they're having a conversation with me and playing game at the same time and i wonder if that's just become a, a non-issue yeah. with with the like as an old man i think you know whoever you're with you must give them your full attention and um but i i, I just wonder if that's that's what's uh, happening that's that's all tr- well and true but I read a book while I watch TV. I can't just sit and watch TV. It's not possible. I get bored and I've got to do something else. The only thing that I can do, usually, I turn on the TV when I have to do work. So I've got to write a test this afternoon. You I'm going to turn, turn the, the TV time off. And, yeah, and but I mean, okay, so for me, if, if somebody starts playing a game during a conversation with me, I have to question whether my my interaction with them is engaging. Yeah, I and I'm like, like, am I in the way? Yeah, is am I that boring that you'd rather play a game than 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 have this conversation with me? So when a one to one student starts doing that, I think, well, whatever this topic is that I brought up, maybe I should realign or change it so then I say, should we change topics or would you like to read this thing about palmistry? You you know um. And it doesn't make any difference. So they, whatever they're doing in the background carries on. Um, and it's disheartening for me as a teacher because I think, well, clearly I'm not cut out for this kind of... <laughs> I can't rage against the machine. But you know, this happened... Um, I'm sorry, I, I, I'm distracting the whole thing. This happened with MTV back in 1980 when I started teaching. Um, the the MTV thing with all the flashing lights and the movement yeah. and and I was watching MTV as a new teacher one day and I thought to myself I, there's no way a teacher can compete with this there's, <laughs> there's there's no way that we can create a lesson that's fun enough to keep the attention you know all the lights and music and the changing of the 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 themes and so but thirty years on kids are still in class and they're kind of limping along with if I'm being honest when I was in school. I I would be looking down at, at my book, paying rapt attention to what was on the table, but actually reading the novel that was in my lap. That was just so nothing has changed, right? The, yeah. 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 And, and I did that through a lot of my classes. Yeah. All right. So back to back to your problem mm-hmm. of this lone student. He, he He's now working alone. Yeah. And look, I could tell that it upset him in some way yeah at now at the same time well at, if, at, if isn't this this whole thing of of well welcome to life you're going to get kicked out of groups and, <laughs> and not only that if i'm being objective i could you know if i take a step back and look at it from that perspective i can say well serves you bloody right yeah right you didn't put any work on the yeah the you previous were... part of the, the project mm. they already didn't want you and then you didn't put in the work and now they've deliberately no, but, but, but ousted is that, you is that also the issue of he didn't put in the work because he wasn't he was sidelined even though he was in the group, he was... I mean, there, there yeah. might be effect and cause rather than cause and effect or whatever. Um, all right, so do you believe... 
we're going to turn the tables now. Do you believe that this project-based thing is worth the effort? Uh, yes and no. The yes part. Okay, so I, I want them to do some physical output product that, that you know, you got something to show for the work that you put into this, this term. Because we've, we've done a lot of work to build up to this project. For me, the main part was actually the oral presentation. And that's covering the major part of my grade. The physical brochure is just my opportunity to allow my students to do something a little bit creative and, and give them uh, more, less guided output, I guess. Because with teenagers, it's quite hard. You know, if you give them, let's say you give them a, a find someone who. And if the teenagers aren't into that find someone who, they are just going to write in the names of, of six oh, random people. classmates yeah, yeah, that's right, and, yeah. and go, I'm, I'm done. Do and they? Sometimes. Oh. Some classes, some topics, sometimes. Okay. And my students don't because I'm a tricky teacher and my students learn quite quickly. Like They're going to do that find someone who. And then I'm going to, you know, two times out of three, I'm going to take that find someone who and use it as part of the next activity. And mm. if you've written in a random student name and said that that student... Uh, has has lost their boarding pass before. Your partner's now going to go and find that guy, and he's going to go, what are you talking about? And then your partner's going to come back to you and go, what the hell, man? Why did, why did you, <laughs> yeah, yeah. you write Kulab in here? All right. The next question is, this project that you've done is fairly straightforward and simple. Yeah. Um, some projects can get really intricate, like yes. read three chapters of a Dickens book, Choose a chap, choose a character that's been introduced. I mean, you can, you can really get quite yeah. involved in these projects. Would you get super involved in projects or do you like to keep them fairly straightforward and simple? I've done really, really involved projects before. And I think this is a problem with me, not with the project itself. It gets towards the end of the project and there's an insane amount of polishing that needs to be done on, on big big projects and you just run out of time and then you don't end up with a final Sounds product. Like my PhD. <laughs> well I, I, so in, in one year um I had a uh I can't remember what it was called. Anyway, this this uh grade final year of high school class and it was an extra English class and we wrote we wrote a newspaper and each group chose their own article and there, we, there was a lot of work leading up to it obviously like how headlines written and yeah. what grammar is used in newspaper if, if i can interject there though i mean that that's uh, that is a signal of of some good learning that comes out of projects oh, if you fantastic. i mean if you're doing a project where the students are writing a newspaper there's plenty of work that students can go in as background which is actually learning how 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 pro how news is chosen and what what yeah. constitutes newsworthy stuff and so we put an insane amount of work into it and we got towards the end and all we needed to do was get the formatting right so that it was in a newspaper, you know, it looked like a newspaper. Yeah. And one of the classes, uh, a bunch of the students one day, we all stayed after school. I didn't make them. They chose to stay. And I was like, well, sure, I'll stay. And so we stayed there for an extra hour or however long it was. And we're getting, we're getting there. You know, it was, it was getting towards the, the final product. And the students were like, okay, you know, we got to go. My mum's yeah. waiting. I've got to pick up my brother, yada, yada. 
And so we all left, and then the next week was exam week, and then it was holidays, and that was the end of the school year. Right. So you actually never finished it. And and it was you know it was so. But but again, I mean, yeah. Well, I mean, it's still the same question of what actually is leading to learning. Is the build-up actually the learning? I, I mentioned my PhD a little bit earlier, and I think to myself, that was a six-year-long project. Because that's what, I mean, mm-hmm. it was a, I had my PhD, I had my supervisors, but that whole process of, of going through that, that series of stages, doing the research, collecting the data, analyzing it, um, where did the learning take place and what did I actually learn? Well, I think I learned a lot. Um, and it was from the the doing, not from it, the. Final it was certainly product. from the doing. I mean, the production but of the. If you didn't have the the final product, would you have got your PhD? No. Uh, mm. Yes, um, but but I I don't think that the final product's quality made that much difference to the act. If you hadn't had that final product at the end, no, no, I wouldn't would have, they got have it. given it exactly. But 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 the the whole thing of towards the end. Um, when I got to my, the first chapter was beautiful and the second chapter was beautiful and the third chapter was amazing because I'd written it first anyway and the fourth chapter was, oh my God, I'd better just get this out. And by the time I got to chapter seven, I think I was just slapping the keyboard and, and nobody, I don't think anybody who actually read it, because it's 300 pages long, I mean, anybody actually read to that point probably was zoning out. So um, <laughs> the fact that the final chapter is just a... Um, like, just uh, cramming just it all into yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. I don't think yeah, it made I, any difference to I've anybody. I've got all this information I need to get it in. <laughs> the readers who I had, they focused on chapter three, four, and five because that was the data. The the chapter one, two, and f- whatever, seven are, are bookends, really. Yeah. Um, so it, I, I think there is a point. Uh, there is a point where, okay, well, I'm just going to do this and it's just going to get done. It's, uh, the, the, the quality... I mean, I don't want to say that I didn't put any effort into it, but certainly there was that problem of, oh, I've just got to finish this. And and I think that that's true. There is a point in any project where you can just keep working at it until until the end of time. Or you can just say, well, this is enough. It's yeah. good enough at this point. It's not perfect and it's not great, but it's good enough for... And um, maybe that's how projects work, because then there's a second iteration and a third one and a fourth one if you're going to keep going. So anyway, uh, look, Obviously, this this problem has happened before. Like two weeks before that, when they were preparing the oral presentation part, I came in to set it up, and I knew <clears throat> I already know the students well enough to know who's going to end up in which group if I let them choose a group. Right. And then on this day, uh, one of the three people in the group was absent, uh, and one was oh, in quarantine. She, uh, one was absent. <laughs> And two that were there, I kept on going, like, are you going to do it? Are you going to work together? And they'd, they'd say yes. And then I'd go and check on the other groups and I'd get back to them and they still weren't doing it. And one of the students just, okay, she's she's a very quiet student. She, you know, there's, I don't know, whatever you want to call it, a personality issue, let's call it. She's a very artistic student who is quite smart, but is not very outgoing that's mm, okay and she just was very unresponsive like barely speaking and eventually the other girl in her group you know the other three kind of quiet shy students yeah. they're all bright and i mean the good students uh, said to me um i don't know if she's gonna work with me basically we had a, we had an argument yesterday uh-huh. and she's not talking to me at the moment and me 
being the pragmatist that I am when it's okay you design your day she'll design her day it's all right if you do it separately but actually secretly knowing that next week you guys are going to be best friends again by the time we get to next week's class you're going to be best friends again and it's a two-hour class you have the first hour of class to polish and rehearse and then the second hour is where you got to present to the class it's, it was a classroom presentation because you had to you had to listen and take notes on everyone else's presentation and like a form to fill in during it and i knew that that was going to work out so it was like and did it yeah mm. and it was so obviously going to anyway but the other but, guy, but there's a, the guy there's, who got ousted, yeah. that's not going to work out. No. But there's a lesson there as well. I mean, you put them into groups and you don't know what the, the politics behind that that, group that is. grouping is and what's going on. And so the controlling of how the grouping works and whether or not the students are working on it right now or later maybe is a political issue that you that you don't want to delve into. Um, so it, it, is a very much, it is very much a thing of stepping back and just letting them go at their own pace. Now look, in the previous term, when we had we had a, a much smaller project uh, that took this one was over the space of four lessons. Uh, make design it, second lesson rehearse and present it, third lesson make your brochure, fourth lesson which is next week. Uh, they just have to come and show me that they've done their brochure, polish anything they like, and, and then we've got our end of course review. So they've only got like. I think they've got 40 minutes to finish it off. The previous term, I had one that was only two lessons long, not, not four lessons. And for that one, everything worked out smoothly because I did what I almost always do, which is randomly assign grouping. Well, pseudo-randomly pseudo assigned because it looks completely random when I go 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, you know, and there's seven groups of three because there's 21 students in the class but sometimes i deliberately count backwards at a particular point or something or, like that. no i i might you know i just point the numbers out in a different order because i know i maybe i don't want those two guys to group together yeah uh usually because either like you two guys are, are really strong and i should put you in separate groups or you two guys are uh, quite weak or you don't work do a lot of classwork, but you know I want to split you up, uh, and that's what I pretty much always do. But the students, in general, the students prefer to choose, choose their themselves. own group, yeah, yeah. except yeah. for that one guy. Well, well, that's the problem. Is there's 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 always that one guy, isn't there, who doesn't want or who refuses to fit in or who has social issues or. All right, is it time for our sponsor yeah. message? Our sponsor is there's no solution to the problem? There's no solution to... Well, there's no solution to problems involving humans. Yeah. Um, and classrooms try to solve human problems by... The problem is, nine times out of ten, I'm really good at solving the human problem to get to the educational outcome that I need. But in this case, this guy, I'm pretty sure... I'm pretty sure he wasted, like that was a waste of time. He could have been at home. Yeah, I wonder. I wonder the, whether that is our problem. You know, we've got to we've there's, got to work with what we've there's got. There's another to. guy in that class. In fact, by coincidence, the group that he got ousted from uh, is is of the the whole class. There are two like odd couple groups: the the quiet arty group, uh, and the other one is 
uh, smart guy who doesn't care about school, but is is into English and like really wants to have detailed intellectual discussions. The guy who is really smart, but needs not once needs to sleep. Mm. Like he's constantly just passing out, falling asleep in class. It's first class. It's first morning class, and they're fifteen year olds. Yeah, they're tired. Um, he got ousted from the group of the guy who doesn't want to do schoolwork because it's basically it's too easy for him. He's too smart, and he's not he's not academically inclined. He's intellectually inclined, but not academically. The other guy who's also it's too easy for him, but he needs to pass out and sleep in class. That's the group this guy got kicked out of. Ooh. Yeah. Very interesting. Right. Today's sponsor is... Project-based learning material available at your local... Um, what are those places? Stationery shop. Oh, really? Yeah. Project, like, poster boards, mm-hmm. marking pens. Guess what? What? Uh, in the... Because of the era that I'm in, and luckily the school that I'm in, I knew walking into the class that I could go, yeah, you can do it on your tablets, that's fine. They went, yay. One group wanted a piece of paper. paper. And the one group wanted a piece of paper. Which group was it? The one with the ousted student. One with the ousted student, the guy who's asleep, and the other guy who, (laughs) what did he want to talk about? He talked to me for like 20 minutes about... Immigration policies of different countries. This is a 15-year-old having discussions about immigration and citizenship policies and guidelines of foreign countries and and how you get work visas and and what I have to do to live in Thailand and what it would be like like you what's different in Australia and Canada that's interesting Um, well to save to save the shops that do sell these old school actual materials that you can do projects on buy them Go in, visit your stationery shop now, yes. and uh, if you like, come and collect some of the. I think I've still got. What did I have to print? I had to print nineteen double-sided templates for brochures, and I've still got eighteen of them. So, if you'd like to collect them for your class, <laughs> use uh, the promo code Troy's, Paper. No, it Troy's address. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. Are we waffled done? Yeah, waffled out. Speaking of which, I'm kind of hungry, but I don't really feel like a breakfast food. Waffles are for breakfast, right? Waffles are for lunch, too. Okay. Right. Waffle forth. Duffer Waffle is proudly brought to you by the Nanstore Waffler, Try and Steve. For any questions, comments, complaints, or query, you can email DuffaWaffer at gmail.com or visit www.duffaWaffer.com.